0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law it's only a
1: kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this adidas Welcome to another edition of the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. That is your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout, Brian Broadus. Uh, He is now the co-host of the G Bag Nation on Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 p.m. Central on 105.3 The Fan. He is also the pre and post game host uh, on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And uh, he's he's a proud LSU Tiger, long snapping legend. Like, I mean, we could really just list his his accomplishments for the entire first segment if we wanted to, but I don't think Brian wants us to do that. So, Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Bobby. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, uh, big game for the Tigers this week, uh, hosting yep. Alabama. I have no idea how the the committee saw us as being the tenth best team in the country.
1: Me either. But, but I will
0: I will take all that we could get right now.
1: I don't see how Texas is a top 25 team. So I guess we're both uh, sitting here asking questions. Before we get into uh, the, the, this this show here, uh, I need a quick pick from you. Georgia, Tennessee, who you got?
0: Man, I'll tell you what, I really do like Tennessee in this game. I I, I saw Ooh. Tennessee firsthand uh, against LSU, and I think they put a lot of stress. You know, we've used the word stress around here a lot. Uh, sure. talking about Cowboys opponents. But if you're a college football fan, sit down, CBS, watch this game on 230. Um, you're going to see an offense that puts a lot of stress on opposing defenses just by the way uh, they run their plays, uh, the way they spread you out, their ability to run the football, they throw the ball well, and they're running a play like every 12 seconds. And I think that yeah. puts, a, puts a lot of pressure uh, on you. Now, uh, Tennessee had a huge win at home against Alabama. You know, this one right here is uh, this one's basically for the Southeastern Conference for the Eastern title, whoever wins this one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, man, Hendon Hooker has been incredibly impressive there for Tennessee. Firmly in Heisman contention. Uh, I, I don't think anybody, even our uh, our, our partner, uh, our, our teammate over at Five Through the Fan, R.J. Choppy, a proud Tennessee volunteer, I don't think even Choppy saw this coming. So uh, yeah. what a great run for the volunteers. Uh, it is still the bye week, and so we are still touching on uh, some broader topics, sort of reflective and, and looking ahead to when the Cowboys come back after the bye week. Uh, so here in this first segment, Brian, we had some people request this of us. We're going to go ahead and uh, take our best shot at the second half of the schedule. Okay. So the the Cowboys have hit the bye week. They're six and two. They were six and two to start last year as well. Uh, they came out of the bye week and and uh, had that game, but uh, six and two, uh, just as they were last year. Uh, first off, I, I I know we we've talked a little bit about this. Stephen weighed in on it. Uh, But you think this is a better six and two Cowboys team than they were last year, right?
0: Yeah, I do. I I think that Bobby, because of what we've seen defensively and I've what they've been able to, what they've been able to add, uh, you know, some of the, uh, you know, the Deron Blands and guys like that, they've had a lot of, a lot of guys step up and make plays for them that they did not have last year. So uh i think it overall is is a better team uh when you look at especially when you look at what's going on on special teams and then what's going on, on the defensive side of the ball
1: now when we look at this first game when they're coming back out of the bye week it is mike mccarthy's reunion uh with the green bay packers at lambeau field uh brian this is a game that i think sets up nicely we'll be previewing it a lot more uh next week but this is a game that I think sets up nicely for the Cowboys right now to catch a really struggling Packers team. But at the same time, you got to ask the question have you caught this Packers team in the middle of their, their desperation game? Where this is the one that they'll they'll really look to salvage their season. Ultimately, I think there's only so much desperation that can help you out here. And Dallas is just a better football team right now. So I've got the Cowboys winning this one and going to seven and two.
0: You know what? I think it's going to be a really interesting game. Just from the aspect of Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for the Packers. Uh, you look at the situation, the game being played at Lambeau Field. Uh, you know, they, they 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 had the loss uh, against the uh, – they were able to beat the Patriots. They lose to the Giants in London, which I thought was very surprising. They lose to the Jets at home, which I thought was surprising – And then they've gone on the road and lost the last two weeks. The commanders loss, I think, is, you know, the commanders are playing a lot better. Buffalo is, I think, the best team in the National Football League. They're in a situation right now where uh, at three and five, they have got to go to Detroit and get a win if they want to have any shot at all. Uh, They lose that game to Detroit, that game against Dallas. I think you you talk about just maybe some lay down right there. Uh, That would be... I think a point you need to kind of keep an eye on because they're looking to try and turn this thing around. They beat Detroit, they're four and five uh, and then they beat Dallas are five and five. And so you don't know what's going to happen in the, the NFC. So I do like the Cowboys in this game. Uh, the Packers do not defend the run uh, all that well. And nope. so that's something that, you know, with the Cowboys uh, coming off the bye, you know, rested up uh, with Zeke, and then also with Pollard and this offensive line, uh, it's a it's a great opportunity for them to get a victory there.
1: Next game, the following week against the I think surprising six and one Minnesota Vikings, uh, a team that the only loss they have on the schedule this year is to the Philadelphia Eagles in week two. Uh, they've won five in a row since then. They've beaten Detroit, New Orleans, Chicago, Miami, and Arizona. The interesting thing, Brian, these victories have come by four points, three points, seven points, eight points, and eight points. So they're not winning these games in blowout fashion. They're winning these in some tight contests. Uh, but Minnesota's been a good football team. They just added TJ Hawkinson, a guy who, who really gave the Cowboys some problems just a couple weeks ago. Um, and so he'll be somebody that that could cause some issues for them going into Minnesota. Cowboys have actually won three straight games in Minnesota, and they've done it with you know backup quarterbacks and stuff like that. Uh, and so, Brian. As much as I'd like to see that streak continue, uh, I'm going to guess this is uh, where we see the Cowboys run kind of come to a halt. I just I think Minnesota on the road. You're going to have some losses somewhere on the schedule, and this just feels like one that's right for that. I'll say a close ball game ultimately goes to the Vikings.
0: Well, I think what's going to it what will be interesting. Is I'll tell you, I I think the Cowboys, as I've said, I think they win the game at Green Bay, and then I think they turn around and I think they beat. I do feel like that they beat uh, the Vikings. And I'll tell you why. The Vikings are going to come off a game where they're going to be playing at Buffalo the week before they catch the Cowboys. And I, the thing about playing the Buffalo Bills is they will beat you up. You, yep. you have to, their team, and there's, there's opportunities in the league where it used to be you played the old Pittsburgh Steelers, and then the next week, whoever... You know, after a week of playing the Steelers, you were going to lose that game too. The second game because you were just physically so beat up from it. I, I think the Vikings are a little bit of a uh, a little tough stretch right now. I think playing at the Commanders is going to be tough. Uh, I kind of like I said, the next two weeks are on the road at Commanders at Buffalo. You know, they they're gonna they're gonna be tested, especially with the Commanders the way they play uh, defense. They're on a little bit of a run right now, so. I'm going to say the Cowboys, after the Vikings have a struggle in Buffalo, I think the Cowboys are going to come back and find a way to get that game as well.
1: Clean sweep against the NFC North per Brian Broadus. Yeah. Uh, brings the Cowboys to 8-2 and two for you. I've got them at 7-3 at this point. Then it's back to an NFC East matchup. You've got the Giants coming to, down, to town for Thanksgiving. This Giants team that, I mean, I don't know how they've done it. They They've managed to – Uh, get to six and two. The only losses this season to Dallas and last week to Seattle. I think you saw some of the cracks finally catching up with them last week, but that was a close ball game into the fourth quarter uh, for Seattle and New York. And and they've managed to win some of these close games. Even still, I think Dallas is clearly a better football team. So give me the Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, that's going to be interesting because they've got the bye like you do this week. Then they're at home against the Texans. And then following week they're at home against the lions before traveling to Dallas for that Thanksgiving day game. Uh, This is going to be a a game that I feel like that, that the giants are going to find a way to beat the Texans and they're going to find a way to beat the lions. So I could see this for two teams being eight and two on a short week. Uh, You know, Dallas has not played particularly well on Thanksgiving's here as of late and, You'd like to believe that maybe uh, that they can, you know, after uh, beating the Vikings, that they can that they can uh, get this victory. I think it's going to be a tough, tough game. This one might be where the Cowboys do lose a game because I, oh, okay. I don't think they played particularly well after some Thanksgivings. Even though Dak Prescott has a great record against the NFC East. So I'm going to say the Cowboys on Thanksgiving take a loss there, a division loss uh,
1: to the Giants. All right, so we both have them after these next three weeks sitting at 8-3. and three. I've got them losing to the Vikings. You've got them losing to the Giants. Uh, I guess the, there's got to be some regression to the mean in the NFC East after sweeping them last year. They right. get a 10-day break, and then they get a, a really – interesting Colts team, a team that I think has clearly underperformed, has had to fire their offensive coordinator, they're under 500, they've had the quarterback change and all that's gone on with that. Uh Brian, I just I don't know that as much as we talked about the issues issues with Dallas's offense. I don't know that Indianapolis can score enough points to to really compete with Dallas. Uh and so give me the Cowboys again here. I've got them sitting at 9 and 3 with a victory over the Colts to open December
0: yeah the, the Colts have just clearly committed uh to you know trying to use that use their young quarterback the bye um comes after the game in Dallas for them so uh that uh that uh, 12th of December uh will be their bye uh, or the 11th excuse me will be their bye and so they're coming they'll be coming off a really tough stretch if you look they have got their at Patriots at Raiders, Philadelphia at home, Pittsburgh at home, and then at Dallas. I think that the young quarterback at that point in time will have probably seen enough. I think you're right about them scoring enough points. Uh, Give me the Cowboys in this one.
1: Next week, it is uh, – this is a, a nice they, – they have that long stretch against the NFC North, then they get a three-consecutive game stretch, four out of five, against the AFC South. Starts with the Colts, then it is at home again against the Houston Texans on December 11th. The Texans are going to be in the running for the first pick in the draft again this year. Just a, a terrible football team. There's a, there's a lot of uh, issues there right now, clearly with the Brandon Cooks drama and everything else. But, again, you're talking about a team that doesn't score a lot of points, doesn't pick up a lot of yards, and gives up a lot of points and gives up a lot of yards. This is one that, on paper, there's no way the Cowboys should lose this game. So I'm going to give them another W over Houston here. Yeah, I think so too, Bob. Just that simple. <laughs> Nothing else to say about – you don't want to say anything about Jack Easterby? or? No, no, I, I really
0: don't. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'll say this. It, it's – for the Texans, they're very fortunate to – what, about a uh, – our flight, so they'll, they'll be just fine. That you know, that's yeah. uh, they won't have to go too far to get beat up pretty good.
1: <laughs> there you go. Brian brought us bringing the smoke here. Uh, the next game the following week, it is the third game in a row against the AFC South. It is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, this was one that when we picked in the beginning of the year, you had this as the, the surprise upset game because there's always one or two on there where it's like you really feel like you shouldn't have lost that game. So, so I liked your uh, your gumption to go ahead and pick. Uh, the Jaguars, to win this game. And, you know, this is a Jaguars team that they can run the football really, really well, and they can yeah. stop the run. So those are two good combinations for a team that wants to beat the Cowboys. So on the road in Jacksonville, are you still feeling like this is a Jags victory, Brian?
0: Yeah, earlier in the year I didn't feel like that the Giants were going to be all that great. So, you know, obviously I picked the, uh, the Cowboys to beat the Giants and, you know, Colts and all. I thought the Colts were going to be better. Houston, of course, what I just said. I worry about this game for only one reason. I worry about it because Doug Peterson's the head coach uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles or was, excuse me, was of course was the coach of Philadelphia Eagles, knows the Cowboys has competed against the Cowboys. Um, Jacksonville, this game is played before Dallas plays Philadelphia and this this game could be potentially huge uh, when you look at uh, at the standings. So I'm going to say that they beat Jacksonville, but I think it's going to be a really, really close game.
1: Uh, Trevor Lawrence, the guy who uh, at times has looked like he, he's, he's coming into his own. There have been other times where he struggled uh, a great deal. But, I, I mean, I think they can stress the Cowboys, again, because they can run the football so well and because they stop it. If you do those two things, you've got a chance against the Cowboys. Uh, but ultimately, I think the Dallas's talent is just too much give me the cowboys over the jaguars here. Uh next game, Christmas Eve, 425 kick on Saturday, it is the Eagles coming to AT&T Stadium. Do the Cowboys get their revenge, Brian? Do do they get the revenge and and beat the Eagles and end up splitting with them?
0: Yeah, I think that it, I I do. I like the I like the Cowboys in this particular game. I felt kind of all along that it was probably going to be a split season. Uh you know, them winning at home and you winning at home, so I'll take the Cowboys in this particular matchup. It'll be interesting to see the condition of the teams as they get to this point. Uh, you know who is available, who's no longer available. Uh, you know you're going to start to see a situation too, and I'm, I'll mention this after the Indianapolis game uh, or that week. You're going to you're going to start to see Tyron Smith start to practice. So. Yep. Maybe some things will be changing in the offensive line by the time we get to that game against Philadelphia.
1: Two games left on the schedule. It is back against an AFC South opponent. It is the Cowboys going on the road to play the Tennessee Titans. Brian, we each have just one loss in the second half of the season to this point. I've got them losing to the Vikings. You've got them losing to the Giants. I think this is loss number two. I think the way that the Titans can run the football and the physicality they play with, I think this is a tough matchup for Dallas. Uh, give me the Titans in Nashville uh, to set the Cowboys to 12-4. and four.
0: Yeah, this is going to be one of those games. It's coming off a the, the Eagles on a Saturday on the 24th, and then five days later you've yeah. got the Titans. I mean, the physicality that you're going to have to play with to beat the Eagles and deal with their running game potentially, I think will be a lot to ask the Cowboys to go – saddle up on a Thursday night, and then uh, find a way to beat the Titans. That that will be the next loss that
1: I see. And, you know, when you look at the, the game there, you talk about them coming off the Saturday game and having to travel. Titans are playing the previous week at home. There's zero travel for them. Yeah. So Dallas, Dallas is traveling. It's a short week. Titans are at home. Uh, Titans are actually coming off a game against the Texans the week before. Yeah. This just sets up to me as, I think, a tough game for the Cowboys. So, ultimately, I think they lose this one and go to 12-4. and And then the finale, uh, either on a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, January 7th or January 8th. That has not been determined yet by the league. It's the Cowboys on the road against the Commanders, which uh, I know we didn't get a chance to mention at the other show. Might be in the process of having a new owner with Daniel Snyder apparently looking into selling the team. Um, But, ultimately, I I mean, I think Cowboys are, are just a better football team uh, I, I think Cowboys win this one and ultimately finish the season going 13 and four.
0: I think a lot really depends on where we're at in the standings too, Bob. If uh if Philadelphia uh has clinched the division and maybe seeding is kind of taken uh, you know, uh with your record, you know, right now you and I have this team going into this game. I believe they would be uh what would it be? 12 and we both have them 12 and 4. 12 and 4. So yeah, at that point in time, you know, you got to feel like that maybe that that fifth seed would be secured. Uh so if in fact that they don't win the division, you know, if in you know, if it's if Philadelphia has built too big of a lead and and now you just can't you can't catch them. So I kind of feel like this might be one of those games that we'll see if the Cowboys if if it's in fact for seeding, I think they'll absolutely play uh, if it's not proceeding and they're kind of locked in, this will be an opportunity. I think to rest a lot of people, uh, in order for them to play the following week, uh, probably against the a- uh, the NFC South.
1: We've we've got the the Cowboys at you know 13 and four, 12 and four heading into the final week. Uh, we both picked the Cowboys to beat the Eagles. So I'm going to cr- quickly, just as we wrap this up here, I'm going to quickly run through. You tell me if you think there are three more losses on the Eagles' schedule here. <laughs> Against Dallas. Uh, in fact, let's uh, let's get a scoring update as we're uh, recording this right now between the Eagles and the Texans, Brian. Uh, it's 14-14 actually in the second quarter. Uh, so so there's possibility at least, but I think ultimately they probably win this one. But here are the games remaining: at Houston, home against the Commanders, on the road against the Colts, home against the Packers, home against the Titans, three game road trip against the Giants, Bears, Cowboys, home against the Saints and Giants to close it out. So outside of Dallas, where we've already got one loss, do you see? A, do you see three more losses on their schedule between two games against the Giants, one against the Commanders, and then games against the Texans, Colts, Packers, Titans, Bears, and Saints?
0: I man, I would have wanted to believe. I wanted to believe that. Now we'll see what the situation is with the Packers. You know, the end of end of November if the Packers are still hanging in there, the the commanders always play the uh, Eagles tough, always play the Eagles tough. That could be a split situation. I don't feel like they're going to lose to the Colts. The Packers game is a possibility. The Titans game, because of the way they run the football is a possibility. The giants. I don't think not necessarily at, at New York, they might have struggles. Uh, but at Bears, Cowboys, like we called a loss, Saints are, you know, they've got they've got New Orleans pick. They might not want to beat the Saints on, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll take that back. They probably want to beat the Saints uh, to make sure that that pick is even better. But, yeah, I, I think the possibilities of losses, commanders, Packers, Titans, Cowboys, those are going to be your possibilities.
1: And let's cross our fingers. You know, it's 14-14 right now. I think the odds shoot way up if the Texans are able to pull this out. By the time we're in the morning, you guys will already know by then, I guess. But uh, either way, the Cowboys set up for a competitive uh, stretch here. I, I think both of us see that if the Cowboys are playing competitively through week 18, I think we both have them with just two losses the rest of the way. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.